eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! of the High Hopes Podcast, a Schwarbombs edition. Fritzy, how excited are you? I mean, I've, it almost is like you willed this into existence. I mean, this was, you know, you posting videos, talking about it throughout the lockout, even in your most broken moments of the lockout, which, you know, luckily we were all able to hear on this podcast a few episodes ago. You were still talking about Schwarbombs and CVP. It's real, buddy. It's real. Schwaba! God, what a day. What a day. I'm so excited. Um, I There are so many thoughts going through my head uh, of just pure excited, uh, uh, excitement about this move. Um, one, I appreciate the Phil's listening to the podcast. I think that's Clearly. the... yes. That's the main takeaway. And you know my other takeaway, James? And obviously, we'll get to like everything involved with it. But it was just nice that it felt like all the smart teams were in on Schwarber and wanted Schwarber. And I don't want to put the Phillies in this category. But <laughs> but it was the Phillies and the Rockies, not Chris Bryant. <laughs> yeah, like the dumb teams. Not Now, hopefully, the Phillies have turned a corner. <laughs> yeah, but, with you. The dumb teams were yeah. in on It's Chris the Bryant. Jays and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and whoever else talking about Schwarber. It's like, hey, the Rockies are going to get Chris Bryant after trading El Nolan Arenado. What a smart move. Yeah, so that made me excited. Uh, it felt like we got the guy that uh, smart baseball people view as the, the right decision here, which is exciting. Uh, and I think the he, smarter of the two contracts. Can we, oh, can yeah. We well, say that. I mean, geez, Louise. I don't even think that. Look, the Brian contract, I think, is too much money in too many years more than anything. And the no trade clause is the kicker. 
But like, it's not like crazy. Chris Bryant's a good player. It's just more the idea of getting Schwarber at, at four for 20 as opposed to, you know, seven for 26. Like, it's just such a better contract, such a better gamble. Yeah. And, and a year younger on top of that for Schwarbs. You're younger um, and all that good stuff. There are uh, a lot of things I like about it. Uh, just on the surface, I like I trust his bat to age well. Um, generally, generally, I like to bet on guys that have elite eyes. I mean, he's a he's a 370 OBP guy last year, which is great. Um, his swing, it's not like. It's a it's a it's a violent swing, but it's not like overpowering. Like, I think it's gonna age pretty well. Um, you know, I think he really started coming to his own last year. I like that he's back with Kevin Long. I think that's mm-hmm. the big thing that makes me really excited about this is that Schwarber, for most of his career, um, I felt like it was a guy that never lived up to his potential. Like when he came out of Indiana, uh, I'll never forget. Yeah, uh, four pick in the draft. Yeah, and I'll never forget Theo Epstein after he came out, or in the Cubs way that came out a year later, um, just talking about, or Cubs way that came out after they won the World Series. He said that when they picked Schwarber, they viewed it as their David Ortiz and their guy that's going to be in the middle of the lineup forever. And <laughs> James, do you know <laughs> Do you know at what age David Ortiz joined the Boston Red Sox? I'm going to guess it's 29. Hold on. I should have probably looked, looked this up before I made this point. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Was I right? Was I right? He joined freaking stupid computer. He joined the Red Sox at 27. Oh, but buddy. at 28, he was an all-star big poppy. But um, so for me, Schwarber always seemed like a guy that kind of disappointed. Um, like he never really lived up to the full billing as a middle of the order bat. And then he and as a top prospect, I mean, he's legit prospect too. Yeah, but but Kevin Long changed some things with his swing. He came off of a brutal 2020 where he batted like 188. He had he got non tendered by the Cubs. The 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 uh, Washington picks him up, and he gets to work with Kevin Long. Starts off a little bit slow, but James, in his final 88 games, and that's not that's not a small sample size, but. <laughs> Final 88 games, 290, 400 OBP, 1,020 OPS, 29 homers. Pretty good. That's called figuring it out. And I just like that we have the guy that is credited with having the major turnaround for Kyle Schwarber. So um, there's a lot to get into with this, but overall – I think he was a, a, a he's a perfect mix of very good eye. Like if you look at O swing percentage, which calculates um, the amount of times that guys chase out of the zone. Basically, he's in the top fifteen of not chasing out of the zone. He swings at pitches within the strike zone. He does swing through pitches, like he'll strike out. Um, but he is he is not wrong when it comes to making the correct decision and looking on when to launch on baseballs. And that is oh. a very it's a very, very important thing. And, like, I know it's funny. Andrew McCutcheon batted, like, 200 last year. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, but I felt like he had a really a, a decently productive year because he had those 27 homers. And, like, they're adding a way better player than Andrew McCutcheon, but Andrew McCutcheon still brought value with the stuff that he did to the team last year. Um, 
and he still has upside. Like Schwarber, I, th- I think is still ascending. So um, there's that. There's there's the whole clubhouse factor, where she seems like a real fun guy to be around. When you when you think of the term winner, I think of a guy like Schwarber. Uh, Going to keep it loose and light in the clubhouse. It's a 162 game season, so it, there's a it's a grind. And I think Schwarber's the kind of guy that makes it fun. I'll never forget the the play up in Boston during the Rays series or whatever this year, where he made an error at first base. Next play came right to him. He made a play and gave a fist pump to the crowd. Like that's that's fun. Uh, I think he has fun playing baseball. There's a lot. Um, there's just there's just so many so many good things to to be excited about Kyle Schwarber and, and couldn't be happier that he's a Phil. Yeah, the O swing percentage obviously the top thing. I love I love how you're like you're Mister like hate analytics or, or rip analytics one day and come back with those swing percentages the next day analytics uh, makes sports arguments not fun and then you're like let me tell you about the o swing percentage here i <laughs> like <laughs> analytics when they back up my takes i mean oh buddy they, they it backs up my take and i've always Look, said I, I like analytics when they back up the eye test and the eye test suggests that when schwarber looks to launch schwarber launches baby oh man Look, I think it's exciting. Uh, again, oh, I would think... you sound more excited? I mean, <laughs> well, it's, on, hard to, it's hard to. What, what am I supposed to say after you? Oh when my gosh! Look to launch. Schwarber launches, baby. I mean, all I want to do is make fun of you for that. But you know, I felt you know I should should not do that. So I decided not to make fun of you. I decided to talk about Kyle Schwarber. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I'm I'm with you on everything you said. I think. I think it's a great signing. I think it, especially considering the years, the commitment, the money, like I, look, and I know we'll get into the, the defense part of this, which, you know, Oh my God, are, are the complaints coming? I mean, Oh my God, are the complaints coming. Uh, but I like, they, I, I, I echo everything you said about Chorber as a hitter, as a teammate, as a fun guy around. But I think the Kevin long thing is like paramount for me you know it seems like kevin long really unlocked something in this guy and was able to get him to really achieve his potential this is he's hit, he hit 38 home runs in a season earlier in his career too it's not like he hasn't had people are like oh he's only had one good year Nah, he's had a few good years and he's always had elite elite power and an elite elite eye and to, to your point those are that's a really effective com- you know, combination. And look, there are a lot of guys, to your David Ortiz point, who don't break out till later in life uh, or later in their career, especially guys who weren't necessarily close to the talent level or prospect talent level that, that Schwerber was. I mean, like Nelson Cruz was uh, um, back and forth to the minor leagues guy until he was 28 years old. Like, he's a quad A guy, and now he's still getting signed at like 42 or whatever he is. Like... Uh, you know, I mean, th- this happens all the time with these guys. And Schwarber is someone who's always had that talent, always had that lurking, and has flashed it enough at the major league level to show that, like, yep, he could do it. He could do it in the majors. And last season, to your point, it really felt like he figured it out. And, oh, what happens at the age of 28 usually for a lot of guys? Oh, they figure it out. Like, that seems to be, to your point before with Ortiz, like 28, 27, 28, like, seems to be when a lot of guys really figure it out. Like, it's not a crazy thing for a baseball player. And it seems like Schwerber's one of those guys. And, again, to put him with Kevin Long, so he's still going to have that consistency of of that type of mechanics work, all the stuff that he was doing, like, it's – it's. I think it's just an awesome signing. Like we're gonna get into things you can be annoyed about with the Phillies, even though I know you, you're so on cloud nine about Schwarber. You're you probably talked yourself into these other things as well. But I, you know, I, I again, we'll get to the defense part. But like from a 
overall perspective, considering the money it costs, the years it costs, and the fact that you're going to have all of a sudden, like, how much did we bitch last year about, like, Bryce and nothing, like, especially no pop in the lineup. Like, Bryce Reese and, and Schwarber is, like, legit. Like, that is a legit power trio, no matter where you put those three guys in the lineup. Like, and, and for what it's worth, two of them can lead off if you really need them to. But, but if those three guys are in the middle of the lineup together, I mean, that's, like, real deal pop. Like... High level pop for a major league team. And and that's as we always talk about, like sadly, whether we like it or not, where baseball is, you need guys who can hit the ball out of the ballpark, and the Phillies have lacked in that. And I think that trio is should be really exciting for Phillies fans. Kyle Schwarber is going to be the big poppy of the twenty twenties. <laughs> that's that's very exciting. I it took me it took me ten minutes, but I mean I think I've I've been feeling it all day. I've had to figure out a way to work it into how I wanted to, to say that. And that's that's what I came to. It's to. good that these proclamations yes. have never yes. gone wrong no. for you in the past. Um you always nail these. I know. I know. No one's been more consistent with me. But <laughs> I will say this is that I think it's also another good thing uh, 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 listen, I didn't want the DH, but it's here. But oh, the fact, buddy. But Welcome the, aboard, Jack. How the fact great that, is it? Is there a team in the National League that is more suited to have the DH than this team? Absolutely not. That Like, there might not be a team in baseball that needs the DH more, I guess, other than any team that Nelson Cruz is on. Like, bro, like, it is a godsend that the DH is coming this year. Uh, you're a hundred percent right, and and the thing that I like about it is that, like, it's not like you have to stick Kyle Schwarber in left field next year, or like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hamstring them from being able to go and make moves, and or if like Ethan Wilson's ready to go next year at left field, like you have him, he can just come up and play left field. If you if you have Johan Rojas starting in center field next year, you can move Vidling to left field. Like it's not like Schwarber has to be in left field, like it, it, like he would have had to have been if the DH had had been kept out of the National League. So like. He can play. Well, I guess he can play left field, but like <laughs> he he can stand in left field. I guess. Um, I think it's way better. I think the thing you're really thinking about with the Schwarber contract is maybe not this year. Where look, we'll get to it. But I think with the way this defense is likely going to shake out, I think they're going to have multiple positions that you want to be the DH instead of the position they're fielding at. Um, but I think it's really, especially years three, four, years two, three, and you know two, and particularly three and four of the contract, when you can kind of shake up the roster a little bit more, you know, and and actually have a a real left fielder and Schwarber as your go to DH, where all of a sudden that bat at that spot is is super valuable. Yeah, so I think that's another uh, part of this is that is that in the coming years that the, the Schwarber contract's not going to hamstring you, and yeah, it's like, dude, I, I just don't. There's there's two things that are driving me nuts. And like all right, the one thing is the well, how could you be excited about a 237 career? It's like, "Oh my god, can we just can we just do a little bit more research into it rather than regurgitating what everyone says or just looking at his baseball reference for 30 seconds?" Like he had a 188 average in 2020, which is an abbreviated season. And he had an average that got brought down when he's coming back off the ACL tear. Like <laughs> the, the the 237 thing. I, if I see it one more time, I I, I might blow a gasket. Like well, I just, buddy, I can't, I can't buddy, take it. Buddy, you're gonna see it again. 
No, I know. <laughs> How stupid are we as baseball? Oh, he batted two thirds. Like, don't, yeah, don't, don't even look at his career OPS. Like, just just look at the the the, the career two thirty seven hitter rather than just like the, the bigger sample sizes. Like, it just whatever. And the other thing is like, I, and listen, I think the defense is going to be atrocious. But I mean, it's freaking March sixteenth. Like, do I have to be dreading like the defense right now, or can I get excited about thirty-five homers from Kyle Schwarber? Like, I, I, well, I, well, I, Jack, the whole like look, well, the, the other thing with the defense is like, well, they're still an eighty. It's like I don't know what the record's gonna be. Can you just stop? Like, why can't I just be excited about the guy I wanted the Phillies to sign? It's just why? Why can we just never be happy with the players? I he's he's adding. 35 plus homers. When has that ever been like a, oh, that sucks, <laughs> you know? No, I agree. So I agree with that point, but I do think it, look, we'll get to the defense thing. I think overall it is fair to sit here and look and be like excited about Kyle Schwarber. I'm excited. He's a Philly. I think he absolutely makes them better. Like they are a better team today because of him without a doubt. And he's a massive upgrade over Andrew McCutcheon, but you can also still sit here and look at the roster they have and look at, you know, to your point last time, Uncle Stevie up in New York spending 300, being like 300 mil. Yeah, whatever. No, no biggie, just money. Like, and, and see Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom warming up next to each other and being like, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed that, like, they re-signed Odubo Herrera and they're adding, like, middling got relievers who were were awesome four years ago or three years ago and and like not really committing to going all in on this roster when you have Harper when you have you know pieces here Wheeler and and lesser degree but Romuto and Hoskins and you have guys you've got this team you're in this situation like you know nut up man like John hey pal you're not poor like go over the luxury tax for once and we know he's not going to and it is what it is and it's like a stupid argument to keep having like but like I can I don't I I'm not gonna begrudge Phillies fans for looking at this and being like it's not good enough because it's not like it's not good enough like I'm super psyched about Schwarber but if this is the end of the offseason and it's like are a piece here and a piece there that are that are not like big you know, uh, a ticket items, then yeah, I'm going to come away from this off season and say, I don't think they did enough to be a true contender. Like, do you, do you think this Phillies team is a true contender right now? Cause I don't, I don't think they're close. I'm sorry. Are you not uh, excited about Brad hand and Jerry <laughs> Samilia? Are those not the moves that, are those not the moves that you thought that they would have uh-huh. done? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I, I mean, just- no doubles back Jack. Like, come on, man. Like, Odubel's back, and like the off the field part is 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 you know we've talked about that. You know how we feel about that, but like put that aside. Like the dude stinks. Like he's a dumb baseball player. We have watched him enough to know that yeah, he's going to make some plays. He's going to do a couple things that are pretty impressive, and some things that certain other guys couldn't do. But on the whole, on a night to night basis, we're going to walk away being like that guy sucks. I hate that he's on my baseball team. He's super annoying. He's dumb, and he does dumb things. Like. Like, why? Why? You're just going to throw away the center field position. I like Veerling. Like, he's nice. Like, I think there's potential there. But, like, let's be honest. They're throwing away the center field position. We might be a Bohm playing third base or Didi playing third base. Really? That's the plan? That's the move? Like, I think it's fair to criticize this team. even, And I think it's also fair at the same time to say, I love the Schwarber signing. I think it's exciting. I'm really pumped about it. And I can't wait to see this guy play and he makes him better. But I think it's okay to say on the whole so far this offseason has been like pretty meh. Well, uh, I get, I mean, 
I I think the Odubel thing is highly, highly annoying, and I very much wish he was not back. Uh, I think he's a poor representation of the Phillies, and I had uh, very much moved on, and yes, I, I, I can't believe he's back, frankly. Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I, in my head, Matt Veerling's a starting center fielder, and he's going <laughs> to... He's gonna play 162 and everything. I mean, cool, but even then, you know? I know, I know, I know. Uh, but I do think it is a. I legitimately do think it's a one-year thing where, and I, I get the sense that they believe that Johan Rojas can be their starting center fielder next year. I think that's their plan. So, um, you know, it's interesting, and the like the Kiermaier thing that was interesting as well. Apparently, they like were demanding Johan Rojas and a Kiermaier deal. It's like, hold on, Tampa. Like, relax here. We don't need to go that far. So I, I understand why they did not um, do that. And when it comes to – I guess when it comes to the rest of the, rest of the team, and listen, I, I I think they're like an 86-win team again. Like, I don't, I don't think they're – Again, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, do I guess again? I, they haven't won more than 82 in a decade. Okay, well, years. I walked into the last two years thinking they're an 86-win oh, ball you, club. You're saying, went. I got you. My yeah. fault. I thought yeah. you were saying, like, I think they're 86. Wait, you know, like, what, since 2003 when they went No, like, or? like I guess maybe I'm just resigned to the fact that they won't go over the luxury tax. Like, I'm just resigned to the fact that this is what it's going to be. And, like, I just... I, it's like sounds like a it sounds like a cop-out and a, and a weak move. But, like, I just... I don't really, I don't, I'm sick and tired of fighting about the luxury tax thing to where I'm just like, listen, I got to make do with what I got to make do. Like, I can't yell about Milton going with the tax anymore. Man, you are so broken. Well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, 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 am I supposed to just yell to, for pointlessness every day that he should go over the luxury tax? Like, sure. I think it's stupid. And I think I it's think, annoying and it makes me mad. Yeah, I know. It's just like, I know he's not going to do it. So whatever. It's not even worth getting so, so upset about. But um, I don't know. Like. The defense is 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 going to be a massive concern, and I and, and I, <laughs> yeah, like, like it beyond really massive. is unless yeah, um, unless like they're resigned to just putting DD on the bench and stop plays shortstop, which I hope I mean, he's good at. Even then, I mean, you're still talking about Bowman and Hoskins at the corners again, and Schwarber and left. I mean, that's high level bad, man. <laughs> I mean, that's like rough. Again, and we and, and to your point, look, I agree. And again, I really think people should be really excited about Kyle Schwarber. Like it is, as you heard for the first, you know, ten to fifteen minutes, whatever it was of this podcast. Like we're freaking pumped about this, and it's a great move, and I'm pumped. But like we also, I'm sure we can go back to a bunch of podcasts from last year and probably the year before that, and and listen to pods where we're talking about how is people who watch this team every single night, like every night. How much it sucks to watch bad defense every night. Oh, like, listen, bad defense is fine. Like bad defense is fine in March. Like in March, bad defense isn't a problem. Bad defense in July is just uh, the worst. It's it's, it's really it, I. It's tough to watch, and we've seen a lot of it the last years. And like again, like I almost went in this off season just as like thinking the DH was going to come and saying, "All right, Bomer Hoskins will be the DH. We're set there. We move one of the two off." Off, you know, we move Bohm off third, or whoever's a better first baseman plays first, and they're going to upgrade the third base spot. And then, like, just that alone would make them such a more competent defensive team. And, and I can't, I honestly can't believe that as of right now, it looks like there's a really good chance that it's either going to be Didi, who's never played third base in his life, and who has not looked good defensively at short the last year when he played, or Bohm, 
back in third. Like, that's tough, Jack. Well, hey, how about a dark horse candidate? Can we I, put he, we put Segura at third. Kingery, he's oh, back. Stop, he's working stop, with Kevin Long. Stop, Come stop, on, man. Stop, stop, no. Come on. No, 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 Come on. no. We've done this. I won't let you even do this. How about this? I, I just what about Kingery and shortstop? What I about just, Kingery and centerfield? I just saw that the Jays are, are trying to trade for Jose Ramirez. Where yeah, are you at, John? Where are you at, Dave? Go trade for Jose Ramirez. Like, that's the guy you actually give up prospects for. Like, whatever. We're cool. Like, go get that guy. Well, and like, honestly, James, and honestly, if like, they they weren't going to put Painter, I don't think, in a deal for Chapman. And I guess that's – I mean, that's fine. I, I, I would have done Bohm and Painter as oh like the – Oh, my God. Painter, I'll, I'll, I'll drive him to Cleveland. <laughs> but, I mean, Bohm, Painter – and plus for plus, Johan, or for, plus. For, for Jose Ramirez, oh it's my like, easy plus. It makes everything on this team so. I mean, you you it's, it's like it's a game changing move. It's a kind of with one move right now. Like all of a sudden, like I honestly am talking like, oh, they could win the World Series. Like, look, the Braves won it last year. Like, they could win the World Series if they got Jose Ramirez. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it's that kind of move. Yeah. No. And 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 I mean, if that's that's a heck of a finishing move because honestly. I figured out my take while you were talking as to why like I don't. <laughs> good. I'm happy that you were thinking about your take and not. Well, what I was because so because good. I was like I was like yeah he's he's I I, I heard you talking and <laughs> I, I don't want to give you too much credit here, um, mm-hmm. but I was like yeah I guess he's right like they're not going to be that good next year and I know <laughs> gonna, like I, like I know they're not going to be good, that good that next year I'm just excited for like 35 plus homers from Hoskins Harper and, and Schwarber so I know they're not and so I'm already like here's my thing you know me. I'm on to the 2023. I know. Like I'm on, like I'm, I'm ready to get some contracts off the books. I'm ready to cut. Like I said to myself today, how the frick are they at $212 million? Like where's the insane dude. I, it it makes no sense. You look around the diamond. You're like, how is this pot? Especially with Bryce only being at 25. Like you look at Bryce, you're like, all right, Bryce must be making 40. And that's part of why it's so high. Like, you know, it's like crazy. And then you look at it, and it's like, oh, Bryce is making almost nothing compared to how good he is. Um, but then you started talking about Jose Ramirez, and I got real excited. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. if they, th- that's the move. I mean, that's that's the move. That's the move. Um, if and it, it's going to cost you some prospects, but when you're, I mean, he's <sighs> twenty nine. He's one of the best players in baseball. Like, yeah, flat I mean, out. It's all, I mean, he's only making twelve million dollars this a, year. He's a defensive whiz at third. He can play second if you needed to down the road. If you need like maneuverability or whatever, but yeah. like he's a f- phenomenal defensive player. I mean, it, going back to the Schwarber point of like, seems like a joy to play with. Is like a super 100%. happy, fun guy. Like, I mean, it changes everything. It changes everything. Well. Like, I, I guess I just don't know why you have to trade for Jose Ramirez when Scott Kingery is clearly on <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> ah, buddy. Um, okay, uh, so I uh, usually don't like having you try to convince me of things. So my official, <laughs> my official position is go trade for Jose Ramirez, okay? Yes, I'm happy you came. Thank you. That, well, can, oh, I, wow. can I get on board with this? Because that, that seems like a really good idea. I'll, I'll hop on. Yeah, idea. there you go. Now hop on my back. There will be a new video tomorrow for a new campaign. <laughs> oh, of... it's good. Then you'll just take it as yours. I like that. That's what I do, pal. I know. <laughs> it's a class, classy move, my friend. 
<laughs> yep. No yeah. one's better. <laughs> You're the best. All right. Can I can I throw some other just, you know, minor concerns at you? Like not major. And then we'll yeah. get to the potential for what else is gonna happen. Can Darius Garland give me one more assist? I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're in trouble here. Unless you it goes seventy, you average eight and a half a game. Like what? Are we, well, is it? Uh, uh, right. So I'm behind. It, uh, unless it's. I'm not go, watching. I'm not. Oh, oh, oh no, it's already over. Oh, come I would on. assume it's already over because they're in mine. It's, it's one sixteen to one fourteen. There's six whatever. seconds left. They're about to free throws. So I figured they're gonna win. Um, sucks for you, Jack. Um, don't bet against the Sixers, buddy. I no, didn't bet against the Sixers. <laughs> I bet on a player <laughs> playing against the Sixers. That's um, the difference. All right, couple minor minor concerns um well how minor oh, like, i'm not I looking mean, to get brought know. down well one of them i'm actually asking your opinion on how minor is it like the zach wheeler shoulder thing like you're the pitcher guy should i be concerned because i mean shoulder always like you know it's never like um no concern at all like obviously but like like the shoulder thing oh massive concern yeah <laughs> it's, it's yeah no i'm not yeah, I can't. I don't. Sorry, I try. I, I try not to think you. about I, Zach. I, I laughed too loud there. I laughed too loud there as I was sleeping. I I, I try not to think about it's Zach. Bad. I in my head, Zach Wheeler starting opening day. So, um, it's bad. I I, I legitimately do not like the uh, idea of it. Um, like and the whole flu thing that came out the other day. I'm like, well, could that be? They're just trying to hide the fact that he has a shoulder issue. Um, like I think. Uh, Dombrowski said, yeah, it's nothing. Like it's just, he's just behind. And exactly. was like, no, my shoulder is not doing great. So I don't love that, uh, at all. So, and I mean, that's going to be the problem with this, with this sped up spring training thing where you got to have a lot of arms because if you don't, and like, there's going to be a ton of pitching injuries this year. Like they're speeding up spring training. These guys aren't in routines yet. They were throwing, on their own in all like from December, January, February, early March, like they're throwing on their own. They're not in the, in the, 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 the organization's facilities. So I am not feeling good about the wheeler shoulder thing, especially coming off a career high in innings last year. Um, like it just feels like, like I, it feels like one of those things that's just going to plague them all year long. I, the the Wheeler shoulder is a massive concern for me. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned too. And look, if they if they actually have more information and they're like really concerned about it, then maybe that's why they're not going all in on this year. And then I would understand that more because look, I mean, let's be honest, you lose Wheeler, you're pretty screwed. I mean, we're talking about the second best player on the team. Um, so. Um. Awesome. Well, that was fun. I'm happy we got that off our chest. Well, you don't think we don't think we're getting uh, fingers crossed. Nola? No, yeah. no back Nola. Well, even that, he's not as good as Wheeler. But fingers crossed on that one. The Ranger visa thing. Yeah, it's a concern. Yeah, he's, he's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be, be here. He might miss like the first. Uh, I, you know, the thing that's with Ranger is like he's such he's so like no emotion at all. I just feel like he's just gonna go out there every single night and be like, I mm. agree. Here's yeah. here's seven eight innings of. Beer. I actually have more yeah. confidence in him this year than Nola, which is like crazy to say because he has had way less major league success. But I thought what we saw last year was real. Like I I think that guy's just just got some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's just he's just nails. It's and like ice. I mean, he could literally like triple his ERA this year and still be a good number three. Like his ERA be like three five. <laughs> it's pretty insane when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, um, he was Ranger Suarez this season last year was one of the most insane. Like, he goes from he goes from bullpen guy. Like, uh, first of all, 
like I didn't believe in Ranger at all. Like I thought his stuff was just eh. Uh, and then he turns like this bullpen ace, and then he turns into the closer, and then he turns into like the best starter in baseball for the last like three months of the season. I mean, like it's it was it was insane to watch. It's I mean, never happened. Not like a season yeah. like that has never happened, especially considering the season he had before to go from the season he had before to that season. It's never happened before. No, and it's not like his stuff's crazy. It's just. It's just there. Yeah, the the uptick in velocity though is, is oh yeah yeah it's impressive. It's, it matters, and it's a shout out to the Phillies development staff and what they're doing and what they're whoa, building. Whoa, like I thought they don't that. develop players. I uh-huh. thought every player they bring in stinks, uh-huh. and there's no hope for the future. Yep, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> um, all right, last concern, and then we'll get to uh, all right. Last. Get through it. Are you at all? And I look. I think the Schwarber signing somewhat mitigates this. I put this on my notes before the Schwarber signing. You at all concerned about this team being just incredibly unlikable? <laughs> I mean, like just a lot of guys that aren't great to root for on this team uh, in a multitude yeah, well, of ways. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I just like the the familia thing is just a massive tough. downer. It's uh, tough, man. It's tough. That's uh, not like not awesome. No, not <laughs> it's at all. not awesome. No, not at all. Um, like Bradahan doesn't seem like a. I mean, nothing like that, but you know, doesn't seem like a super fun guy either. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Um, I, like, I think if they win, people will be fine. I agree with you. Uh, but it's gonna and look, be maybe on the field if they're animated and if they're fun to watch and if it's Schwarber and Harper and all that stuff. Like, I think we can get past some of it i agree i need, I need them to be fun to watch i mean they i really better do. be like, buddy they, they have def- be, which means they better hit because i don't have a lot of uh a lot of faith in them uh oh i don't think the feeling is going to be fun at all yeah, pitching could be fun at least the starting staff yeah well uh you know i don't know i mean you have kyle gibson is a ground ball guy uh you know oh buddy it's gonna yeah, be that fun sounds to watch like a, that that sounds gonna be like great. an adventure yeah um, all right. Uh, one other Phillies thing, and then I want to ask you about two other teams. Then we'll get to take bad. But the last Phillies thing is, what do you expect to happen? Like, it, it look, they're what like somewhere between ten and fifteen million under the tax right now. Um, obviously, they could create room if they found a way to get off the DD contract, which obviously they'd have to, you know, give a good prospect up or like you know pay someone else's money, which that wouldn't make any sense. They'd really have to give up a good prospect with DD to get rid of DD. So I, I don't think that's super likely. Um, but what else is going to happen here? I mean, how much more do you expect them to spend? What type of positions do you see them targeting? How are the, how else are they going to kind of fill out this roster? Because, like, it looks like Veerling and O'Double in center, but, like, you know, it's not a lock it's going to be that, but that's what it looks like this, you know, situation is. Like we just talked about, like, Boom, Didi at third, Stott at short, Didi at short. Um, you know, the, the bullpen still, you know, I guess they're probably done there, but you know, you, you wouldn't argue if they sign another guy, like, how do you see them kind of finishing out this roster? Obviously provided they don't listen to you and trade for Jose Ramirez. Correct. My idea. Um, so I think they have about 12, uh, destiny put out a pretty detailed, um, uh, salary. I want to start calling it a salary cap because you might as well. But I mean, um, might as well. Yeah. So they have about twelve million, and the thing that you have to factor in with these always is that you have to fa- hopefully, you know, God forbid, we could be in a playoff run. Um, but but potential trades at the deadline, so you probably want to leave yourself at least six million. So I'd say they probably have six million to 
to uh, work with here. Uh, I, I think it's just going to be hopefully some, you know, uh, defensive players, you know, guys that can come in. They can double yeah, they switch. They still need bench guys. Yeah. I, think <laughs> it's just, I mean, they have like no bench guys. Like losing Brad Miller to Texas was annoying. You know, I would yeah. rather I would like to have had Brad Miller back. Um, I mean, Torres is still out there. Oh, like, Ronnie. Ronnie. And, but that's year. the point. Like, I mean, they don't they don't have any bench guys right now. I mean, no. like the Veerling Oduble platoon. And then it's like, you know, guys, we, you know, Moni well, Gaisley. No, you know, I won't even man. say his name. Johan Kamara. You kept talking about before. You know, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see. But Kangaroo, um, obviously. That's I, who future I thirty thirty. Who I was alluding to, pal? Yeah, our Pedroia. Well, Pedroia's uh, more talent. <laughs> Get it right. So, so yeah, that uh, would be good. All right, uh, I lied. It's only one other thing about another team, and it's not even a question for you. It's just a statement. Mm. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds should be ashamed. <laughs> They should be ashamed of themselves. Like, what an embarrassment. You sign this deal, you get all this yeah. friggin' shit. Yeah, I almost cursed there. Well, you did. <laughs> Wasn't an almost situation. Yeah, all right, friggin' stuff from the the players. You get all this money, and then they're like, oh, it's going to prove it tanking. And then it's like, guess what, pal? And, and the saddest part, like... If there had been this playoff structure last year, the expanded playoffs, you know who the sixth playoff team was? It was the Reds. Like, the Reds would have been a playoff team last year under that format, under what the format is now. And this year, they just literally, like, are instituting one of the all-time, honestly, seemingly poorly orchestrated tank jobs I've ever seen. I mean, they traded Amir Garrett for Mike Miner. Like, what is that? What is that trade? Like, the Winker trade seemed to make no sense. Like, all these moves, they trade Luis Castillo. Like, they've literally traded every Sonny Gray, obviously. Like, every good player they have. It is, it is, it is insane to me, Jack. And I just think the Reds deserve the, all the, the, I feel horrible for their fans. The, the Reds themselves as an organization, they should be embarrassed. They should be publicly chided and derided and skewered as much as possible it is uh it's i hate it like it's bad for baseball when when this kind of thing happens right after the cba and it's like <laughs> and look let's not let the a's off the hook too they're just a little less aggressive about it but um oh we knew they were gonna do that and though. it's also the a's have always done that exactly but the reds man i mean it's they're an embarrassment in my mind well, I will say they did not trade Luis Castillo yet. I mean, oh, they, they 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 rumored too. I th right. I thought I saw that they did trade him. My fault. Right. So uh, he's gonna get that, traded. I'm so sure. everything's fine. He's so a good he's a good player. So he'll get traded. They're not tanking. Everything's fine. Um. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you, and I totally think that the Phillies should be all over Tyler Maylie or Luis I Castillo. I can't believe they haven't been all over this stuff either. <laughs> well, dude. Like, I mean, already, honestly, like go get Jesse Winker. A dude can hit. I love Jesse Winker. I um, love Jesse Winker. But. Go get Sonny Gray. Go get whoever. If, Amir Garrett. We're talking about bullpen pieces. Well, Go get I Amir mean, Garrett. They basically had to trade Painter. Like a like Chase Petty's probably Painterish for for Sonny Gray. Which no, no, no. Amir Garrett is like I was Sonny Gray. I was just throwing the name out. Like they don't really need Sonny Gray. Like that's kind of the ones what they don't. Like, Amir Garrett, we, Mike Miner. So that means we could have traded like you know essentially. I, we don't even have a, a old guy like Kyle Gibson. If we give like Kyle Gibson, I thought that would be it'd be too much to give up for Amir Garrett. Mm. Um, but in all seriousness, I mean, it, uh, 
you know, Dabrowski loves his aces. He, I mean, he's done it in Boston. The Tigers, I mean, we know about that rotation he built out there. I I wouldn't put it past him to try to get either either Maley or Castillo, which yeah. would be in. But also, like, Frankie Montas out in Oakland. Hey, he's probably going to get traded. He would be awesome as well. Like, there are interesting – there's probably five interesting trade candidates if they want to, like, really – get the fan base even more excited is mainly Castillo uh, Montas. I would still look at Trevino out in Oakland. Um, and then, uh, and then Jose Ramirez again, my idea. So there's, uh, there's a lot of interesting trade candidates out there. Um, and you know, I think that's for a team in this situation. They, I, I a trade's not a bad idea. It's something that can kind of jumpstart this and get some new blood in here, get some new faces. And um, there are some interesting, interesting candidates out there on teams that are having fire sales right now. And Dombrowski's been an ace guy. Yeah, and, and he's also been a trades guy. Yes. Like, uh, you know, that's kind of the one thing we haven't really seen a ton of from Dave since he's been here. And he's well known as a wheeler and dealer. Where you well, at, so, Dave? And, and so was Maury, and Maury got his guy. You know, so oh, like, look at you. Well, look I mean, dude, Maury went like his last trade before the Harden deal was yeah. freaking George Hill. Like he he, but he, and 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 Maury's a guy that always makes moves. Well, so. the the Seth Curry trade, Brad, that was a great trade. Well, yeah, yeah. So there's a uh, yeah, it's uh, there's there's moves to be made. If they want to go and make them, and it's interesting though because they're they're kind of in a tough spot where they do have prospects. I know people like to think they don't. Um, it's just like they're kind of just now getting in the system, so they have to like almost. Do you want to give them up now, or and and lose the the talent that you're trying to get into the system, or do you kind of want to wait a couple years to be able to make those trades? Like that's why I think they didn't make the Chapman trade because they could have. Like I think I think they can make the Chapman trade in two years. It's just right now, it's like, we just got another top 15 pick. Do we want to move them on already? So it's kind of a tough spot to be in. Thank you, Matt Glentak and uh, Andy McPhail for this situation. But unfortunately, that's the situation that they're in. Yeah, it seems like they are. All right, take back. All right. There's a lot of emotions in the take back that I wrote down today. Um, so... I watched a lot of Schwarber highlights and it just feels good that they all came to fruition. I mean, like I watched it again last night, which was like, I was like, again, down bad. Like I needed to move really bad. And I watched a 15 minute Schwarber highlight thing and get really, really excited. So, um, <laughs> I am now excited to continue to watch Schwarber highlights and I already can't wait for his first spring training game. Um, are we calling him Schwarbombs? Is that what we're calling him? You know, I mean like, you know, can we start yelling that down the streets? You know? Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Schwarbaum. Yeah. Oh, Schwarbaum. What a Schwarbaum. Yeah, actually, I'll be disappointed if T-Mac and, and you know, Fransky don't start throwing that into the broadcast. Right. I agree. Um, I've already envisioned you two things. You got there. I mean, the, you know, you're Mr., you know, yeah, I'll, I'll Philly's shoot him. I'll shoot him insider a guy. You know, reach out to your boys. Yeah, I'll shoot him a text. I'll shoot him a nice little Hey, head. Pat McCarthy, if you're listening, <laughs> tell your dad, you know, throw a Schwarbaum or two in there for us. Yeah, and then say, listen to the Hiles podcast. Yeah. yeah. Could you say that? Could you get your dad to say that, actually? Like, if I, if we only, if we can, you know, get one or, you know, give me one, as they say, uh, give us the, hey, Phillies fans, you should check out the High Hopes podcast. Anyway. They gave me this idea. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I've envisioned two things, James. Do you know, I know what they are? 
obviously i mean that's the whole point of this this take back dude we do, i so lay it on me i can't stop thinking like i've maybe it's because i've watched the the homer off of cole and the homer off of uh the Astros guy in the like so much. I've watched him so much. Like I just can't stop envisioning him hitting a tank in the playoffs into like a sea of Phillies fans and like going nuts. And like he's a unbelievable postseason hitter. He has a hundred and twenty eight more postseason at bats than the the entire roster. Like I mean, the guy <laughs> is the guy has been in big moments. He seems to own Garrett Cole. Like I'm excited for Phil's Yankees in two years where it's short. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. The Yankees have no shot at ever reaching the world series again. Oh, you didn't. Dude, wow. they're so washed. They are a washed. They are franchise. pretty washed. I mean, yeah. they are. I mean, it's taking on 50 million. Of Josh yeah. I mean, they're I mean, the, they're the, they're the fourth most interesting team in that division. Yes. So, um, I just, I can't stop thinking about, uh, like a, like a Schwarber bomb at CVP and like, the, you know how uh, the Utley homer, they have him coming around third base and the camera like follows him down third base. Uh-huh. I've already envisioned that being Kyle Schwarber. And Love it. Love uh, it. it's just, it's making me giddy. And also, uh, I don't know when this will happen, um, but eventually when Kyle Schwarber brings the Phillies a World Series championship, <laughs> I have already envisioned the Kelsey speech. Like he is going to make the Kelsey speech <laughs> at the Man. Phillies parade. You're really putting it out there with this Kyle Schwarber signing. Yeah, uh, James, quite disappointed in you when you, you when you uh, brought up other teams in baseball, and you did not mention that we no longer have to face Freddie Freeman. Ah, uh, it's a good point. I should have mentioned it. I, I know Matt Olson is not Freddie Freeman. Nice hitter, not yes. Freddie Freeman. Well, yeah, he's I, pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Matt. I've, I own him fantasy every year. Matt Olson guy. Like he's he's gonna hit some tank shots, but um, he's not Freddie Freeman. So I legitimately think the Matt Olson trade is going to sink the Braves. Like I just it, they gave up a lot. Well, Christian Pache stinks. Um You like always I, hated Pache, but but people in baseball like him a lot more than you. Well, there's not many people in baseball that knows much about baseball as me. And, and yeah, look at that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good point by you, Jack. I'm semi kidding. But it's also a big contract they gave Matt Olson too. Yes. Like a big contract. I think this move is going to sink the Braves because I think that Freeman was their heart and soul. And I just like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't think they're going to recover. Like, I think Matt Olson's a fine player, but it reminds me so much of Teixeira going to Atlanta where it's like, Oh, he put up big numbers, but they didn't win anything. I, I, that's how I feel about this. And I'm, I can't believe they let Freddie Freeman go. It's, it's it's trying to be too smart for your own good, and I don't really understand why you he wanted to be there. Like is 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 eight for was it eight one eighty six for Olson? Like it eight two hundred. I think it was Freddie eight Freeman? for one sixty eight. Yeah, yeah. Like just give him two hundred. I, I, I think know it's crazy. It's I, insane. I'm, it just makes no sense to me. I mean, this guy, and not just like look. I'm totally cool with teams. You know cut and bait with guys, you know, trying to move on. If they think someone is done, just trying to win in general. Like I'm not a, Oh, this guy has to finish his career with this team type of guy. But like, if there was ever a guy who should play his whole career in a place with a team, it's that guy with that team. Like what, what the hell are you doing? Like, what are you doing? He's won an MVP for you. He just won you a freaking world series. Your first since 95. Like, like it's just, 
And again, he's like, to your point, like so well-liked in that clubhouse, really in the league, well-respected, well-liked, like the clear leader of that team, like clearly the dude in that locker room. Like I'm with you, Jack. Like it is, it is perplexing to me. It just makes absolutely no sense how you wouldn't just say, all right, screw it. Like this is the guy we go all in on, especially because he's such a good hitter too, where it's not like he's not someone who you see like the power, like if the power fades, you know what he's still going to do? Hit 300. You know, like he just, I think he'll age well. He's such a smart, good hitter, uh, you know, has such a good eye, all that stuff. It just, uh, I- I'm really with you, Jack. It was, it, I-, I was floored they they decided to go this route. I, I just, I couldn't imagine it happening here. That's, I can't. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, imagine if that was Philly. Like, we just won a World Series and we let the main play. It's like, it'd be like letting one of the three guys go after they won the World Series. Exactly. It'd be exactly like that. It's crazy. Um, So, is this... I don't think this bullpen's terrible. Like, if Canable... Again, like, I thought... Yeah. I mean, it's about health and and staying. I don't think it's terrible. But, like, let's go... If you do this off names... Canable, Alvarado, Coon, Canable is a straight up stud if he's healthy. If he's healthy. I Brogdon official high ups position because I know how you feel. All in, love Brogdon. We we love that that guy's a part of this team. Uh, I think you know the name that we don't talk about enough. That like you know, look, it could go either way, but has a chance to be a you know. I mean, look, Sir Anthony has been dominant in the major leagues before at a very young age. Like if he can come back healthy, that's a Real fascinating swing factor. Alvarado. I think we can lump Alvarado and Familia together in the, Mm -hmm. you know, certain nights you're going to love this guy and certain nights you're going to absolutely hate him. Um, So I think that, I don't know if we'll ever love Familia, but I meant from a, the way he pitches perspective. Um, You know, I think those two are are like that. And I think, look, and and he doesn't have to face Phillies. That's good for him. (laughs) So, uh, and hand has some upside. I agree with you. I think, I think it's just more that the, you know, it just seems like they, they, you know, kind of half-assed it. But I, I do think if you're, I think you should be more excited about the bullpen this year than you were last year. Well, it's just like, I, I guess I just remember years past where it's like they brought in Robertson and that's going to be our closer, but everything else was like just dreadful. Um, and I remember being like, oh, bullpen's fine. They got a closer. But now it's like, and then it was like, it was like Robertson and Sir Anthony. It's like, that's good. Sir Anthony also down uh, 30 pounds according to uh, the beat reporters really? down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that is exciting, but I know I just like, I looked at it on the, on, on, on paper and it was like, Canable, Alvarado, Coonrod, Brogdon, Familia, Sir Anthony, Falter, Hand. I forgot like, about Coonrod too. And I like Falter. Falter I like. All yeah, right, look Falter, at you. You're selling me on the bullpen. Falter's going to be a dude. So. And I don't hate Hand. I like, I like Hand more than you actually, I think. Like, I think Hand can still get outs for you and has gotten out to big, you know, semi-big spots before. So like, I don't, I don't hate hand. I just don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it. I guess I think he's pretty much done, but I also don't think he should ever throw a fastball again. Like he should just strict, strictly throw sliders. But also maybe um, uh, Eric Cressy and Caleb Cotham, maybe they can figure out something with his with his fastball. Like maybe, maybe he turns it into like a – they try to get more sync on it, and maybe that's something that could make it not like – guys batting 280 on it you know um so yeah i guess it's fine like he just stopped striking out guys last year which is concerning 
I hope that they saw something. Like I hope I just been putting faith in the Phil's analytics department, but I I hope that they saw something. Um, and one more thing, I'll, like I'm so not pumped, Familia. Like Familia is gonna be the classic like three five, but it's excruciating to get there. Like just it's gonna it's gonna be a dreadful experience. So um, like Alvarado and Familia are just gonna be uh, every night. Just just hold on to your seats. But other than that, like. They have they go pretty deep with stuff. I don't think it's gonna be a, a total dumpster fire. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance. Like again, you're also relying on some older guys, some guys who have had success in the past. Like that could go either way, both production wise and injury wise. But I agree with you again. Like I, I feel better about the bullpen going into this season than I did last season. Not that that's saying a ton, but you know, incrementally better. I guess that's what the Phillies are are trying to be. Final two things here. Um, I realized today when we were driving out to McGurk's uh, and I was just thinking about baseball, I, I really feel like Costanza in that episode of Seinfeld, like where the his girlfriend has mono. So oh like, yeah, so it, he can't have sex and he gets yeah. super smart. Yeah, yeah, that's how I. That's how I. That's what that. That's feel. maybe my favorite episode. It's up there. Like it's a, a it high level episode for me. High high level. Yeah, uh, I also yeah. watched super yada underrated. Yada. People don't talk that talk about that one enough. It's a great. I watched great about, I watched the yada yada episode again the other day, which is again, it, it's like I forgot how great that episode uh, was of, of Seinfeld. Fantastic. But I feel like I feel like that except with other sports. Like I was starting to get into football and like. <laughs> like started to make good points in other sports. And then like the second baseball came back, I'm back to like, dude, I don't know anything about any player that's, that's being brought in um, in any other sport. Like I'm just so I'm back to being so dumbed down about other sports because I'm so focused on baseball and it's, I can't tell if it's a good thing, but I, I had to share that. I feel I like think for us here right now in this moment with the beautiful, wonderful people who listen to this podcast, it's an amazing thing. Everyone else, you know, the WIP listeners or people we work with or whatever, debatable. Well, I am who I am. Uh, (laughs) My final thing here is that I went to a baby shower over the weekend. Oh, buddy. Apparently, uh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that that was now a thing. So, uh, but it's cool. It was one of my one of my college friends, so he's having a kid, so it's all good. Wait, um, so the guy really? That's that's a strange one. Not gonna lie. What? What? That the like that you're going to your buddy's baby shower? It's weird. Yeah. Well, listen, all my college friends were there, so is this an excuse to everyone get together? Uh, no, that's know. that part of it's fine. Good call by you, yeah, but still, yeah. it's just you know strange. But been to a baby shower. He, he is a Mets fan. So, of course, on my way out there, by the way, got the gift on the drive out to the baby shower. Veteran move. Uh, It's not. No, it's a terrible idea. (laughs) But I found a Phillies onesie for a baby. And that was my gift. So I'm very sorry, but I had to get a Mets fan of Phil's onesie. And it was kind of a semi-expensive gag gift. I have no idea why baby clothes are so expensive. Um, but I was proud of myself. Yeah, I, it's, I, I it's, gave myself a it's, chuckle. It's all such a sham. They grow out of them so fast. It's like something they wear for like three months. And it's like, well, that was awesome. Happy I spent 40 bucks on that or whatever it was. With you, pal. 
Yes. With you. But that was a good gift and very on brand. Very I know, but what annoyed me is that they didn't open it there. So like, oh, I don't know. You what... didn't get the. You didn't get the yeah. pop. You didn't get the yeah, pop. I didn't get the reaction I was looking uh, for. Yeah. That sucks, buddy. It does. Yeah. It does. I still gave myself a chuckle, and I was able to bring it up on this podcast. So that's so you're right. You f- you found a way to make it work as you normally do. No one's better at it, James. No, you are you are elite at it, Jack Prince. You are elite. Thank you. Um. All right. That all yet? That is all I have. Kyle Schwarber is a Philly. Um, Any final thoughts, pal? My final thought is the first time that Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper hit a homer in the same game. I can't wait for that moment. How's that? What if it's back to back to back? Well, I guess I don't know if Hoskins is going to be the two hole. No, no, I was thinking. I, I like. I, I was thinking if, if Schwarber wasn't leading off, it would have to be like Harper three, Hoskins four, Schwarber five, or something like that. You know, what I can't wait for. I can't wait to tell people that this lineup is better than the '08 Phils. That's my <laughs> favorite annual take, and one day it's going to be right, and we're getting closer to that. But I can't like, wait for Ruben tomorrow to quote tweet it and say, "Jack, what are you doing? Uh But like I came up with earlier trade for jose ramirez yeah i think it's one of the better ideas you've ever had it's a very impressive one i'm, I'm happy you thought of it buddy yeah no just, problem at all yeah i'm happy you're gonna just take it and yep. from here spread your wings and yep and although i would it. like to point out i have heard of jose ramirez i do know he's a great <laughs> okay good, i do not good. need to be handheld uh-huh, in this situation uh-huh. well good thing you came up with the idea then yeah yes all by myself oh buddy all right uh my final thought um obviously i've talked about it along the way uh when she got sick and stuff um but uh millie passed away over the weekend um it's good that i've had a few days because i would definitely be crying into a microphone right now if i didn't so um it's good we waited a few days since it happened but um you know Sucks. I'm sad. I'm gonna miss yeah, her. Yeah, dogs should live forever. In she rocks. These dogs should live. That's Jack. That's the best take I think you've ever had in the history of the IOS pod. Dogs <laughs> should live forever. They should live forever. It sucks that that we go on without them. Um, but yeah, you know, we had our 14 years, like basically my whole relationship with Emily, and uh, it's a big hole. And uh, I'm bummed and I'm sad. But she had a great life. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate everyone who reached out. Like when I mentioned it before, it really means a lot to hear from people and to, uh, you know, know that everyone out there cares and all that. Cause she was an awesome dog and she deserves all the, the shine she gets, you know? Um, so, uh, I'm going to miss her and it sucks. So goodbye, Mel. You're the best. So, yeah. And in, I believe that she, her parting gift to you was Kyle Schwarber. So as Kyle Schwarber goes like on that. here. You can say, hey, I like that. Millie brought us Kyle Schwarber slash, <laughs> yeah. slash Jack. Well, well, she was born in 2008. So, you know. Yes, yeah, she was born in 2008. So, just saying. Millie know? did not see much success. <laughs> Millie, Millie saw the first. Millie started hot and then it just, it faded. It oh, faded. It's like Jill. So, Jill so. comes into my life in 2000, after 2008, Phil's don't win anything. So listen, yeah, well, she was born in 08. So Millie's first Phillies season was a World Series. So yeah, you know that's all pretty downhill good. from there. Yes. It was all downhill from there. But hopefully, you know, uh, her parting gift will be good <laughs> that we get to experience more of those. Um, but you know, um, it is what it is. Dogs should live forever, Jack. I'm with you. It's a, it's a great How's that point. for a take? 
That's a good take. Two one right. five five nine. Um. All right. Uh, we will be back. Look, maybe sooner if the Phillies, you know, decide to you know nut up and do something super fun and something big. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. That sound good? Well, listen, pal. We got some Phil's baseball starting Friday. If you think I'm not going to be Jones and to do a like a post game reaction podcast, yeah. you're crazy. Well, you might be doing it by yourself because I will not be able to record a podcast this weekend unless I absolutely have to. But if I can, I will. We'll see. All right. So the only way we record this weekend is Jose Ramirez. Deal. Yes. Okay. We're 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 over the luxury tax. Yeah. Come on. Like Castellanos, let's go. Another guy who can't play anywhere but left field. Let's go. Cassiano's back at third base. Let's put him back there. He's found him before. Let's nah, go. There's so many reasons why I don't want Cassiano's. Oh, One uh, draft pick, graphic, graphic, graphic. Draft pick. And also I can't I can't take the uh and it's now four nothing reds. Like, oh my gosh. Like the, the, we oh, you're right. I didn't think about it that. It would that kill would me. Be... It'd be like really we're doing this again every night with the Cassianos. <laughs> oh my god, it's almost worth it just for that. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's, I promise you it's not. All right. Hopefully we'll be back this weekend. If not, we'll talk to you soon. He's Fritz some South Coast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.